And today's guest, ShawneeBEntertainment.com is the website. Make sure after the show or maybe before you follow this stand-up comedian, entertainer. You can catch her on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or all three, Shawnee B. Now, folks, we had some technical difficulties, so we're going to jump in right when Zoom allows us to. Maybe it was Zoom. Maybe I didn't push record, which is supposed to be on auto. Either way, enjoy the interview. Let's go. And I'm straight. You should keep doing it. So I pursued it more when I got that love and feedback about three years ago. And, uh, Unfortunately, I lost my mom to cancer, but I told her, I said, Mom, I'm going to make it. Watch what I tell you. So I've been using that same energy to hit multiple stages in Dallas. But to answer your second question, if somebody wants to fly me out, hello, fly me out. All of my booking information is on all of my social media platforms. Um, the furthest that I've done some comedy, I would say, um, I actually I had talked about an opportunity with somebody in Oklahoma. It hasn't gone through it yet, but that will be my first out-of-state show. But I'm looking forward to anybody's uh, comedy platform to bring laughter because I travels with these jokes. That's what I'm talking about, Shawnee. Now, to piggyback on that, um, the, the comedy aspect, um, if you had to uh, describe or define your style, what would that be? Spontaneous. I'm a spontaneous individual because Lord knows what will come out up, uh, come off of my dome and come out of my mouth like this not scripted. I can't make this stuff up. I just go with emotion. So I just I just call it sporadic, man. I just I have no other way to explain it just because it's just it's just unedited. It's just hey, it is what it is. Now, do you think, Shawnee? Um taking an approach that's a uh, more spontaneous kind of um, uh, stream of consciousness uh, approach to your, your entertainment is what allows you to keep fresh, stay fresh with, with your ideas. Right. Because a lot of times, um, especially in the comedy world, a lot of people get stressed out because they can't find material. But if you make material based off of real life instances, it's easy because things happen to us happen to us every day. That's funny, and it just takes a special person to spin it and make it come out verbally, so everybody else can get that same laugh. Um, and then with it being sporadic, like I said, the only time I know what I said is when I go back and listen to it, and I can repeat it easily because it it really happened. Like I'm not making this stuff up at all. Um, so I like that form of comedy because it always gave me anxiety trying to make a joke, build a joke. Building a joke is difficult, but when it happens to you and it's funny, it's natural. So it's it's easy to me. Cal, Cal, if I'm if I'm hearing this correct, Shawnee B is the is the Jay Z of comedy, bro. <laughs> take that. Take that. <laughs> I'm claiming it. Yeah, she's a true comedian. Um, AL and I were talking about, I, I, I live at the comedy club, especially when I'm on the road, if I'm especially alone and I don't have the family, I don't have the kids, you know, to keep me from running from this to that. And you are a true comedian. And AL and I, we were talking about, you know, there's certain comedians I personally just don't find funny, even though they can be the biggest stars on the world. I don't find their stand-up funny. Them telling a story, I find, I'll, I'll just say it, because I'm not scared, and, and ain't nobody, you know, they're not a client. But Kevin Hart, to me, is not um, a funny stand-up. I like when he tells a story. I just don't hear the pain. I don't hear, I just don't hear it. 
um, a, you know, opposed to so many others where you can feel the pain. We think about the Richard Pryor, the man made fun of himself, you know, freebasing and burning up, and it was funny. But there's so many in, in the classics. But Shawnee B, can you even write a joke? Or do you just have to freestyle it? Is it to the point where I can't even write it because it needs to be funny to me first coming at, from my head to my mouth? Well, when I first started, I was trying to sit down with my notepad that's in my phone and I would try to write a joke from start to finish. And I'm like, and then this part happened, y'all. And then this part. But it didn't work because I was overthinking it and I was trying to remember it. And just being on stage makes you sweat anyway. It makes you nervous because you never know the crowd you're going to have. But now, shout out to, um, I had uh, an influencer in my life, Derek Jack. He told me, just write down the idea of what your joke would be. So if we were talking about, I don't know, short penises, I could just write down short penises and then I can build as I go based off of situations about short penises. So it became easier instead of writing out verbatim sentences of jokes, it just have a situation and break that situation down. It just, it was so much easier. So it came to one of those situations where you have to be fast on your feet. And this, this game is not easy. Um, that sounds easy, but it was just so much easier to deal with once I figured out this is going to be the topic. These are going to be the subtopics. And I think a lot, of, it should work for a lot of people if they do it that way. NAL, she is so funny because she was making a joke about that. Um, talking about, you know, you need to turn the lights on. And she, you know, comedians are real and raw. And she told on herself because she said, you know, because the lights are going to be on with me. And then she said, oh, well, I'm married. And I said, see, that's that comedian. That's why comedians can't lie. <laughs> and you got to be whoever you are and crazy because the truth comes out and will set you free every time. What you said, I have to make sure because he tunes in too now. He'll tune in every now and then. I can't be out here lonely. <laughs> is, is he funny in himself or is it opposites attract? Oh, no. Our whole household is a roast household. And I know roast is differently used in, in other cities, but we check all day. So we go back at each other, cracking jokes off of each other. Even my son is like getting in his pills there, here and there. But no, we definitely are goofy. Um, I'm more openly goofy, so I'll do stuff on my platform. He's more behind the scenes, behind the household doors. He's he's very shy. Okay, opposites attract. That's how it is in in my household, at least. Um, you know, everybody can be funny, but there always has to be that one who could be dang near crazy in the sight. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I'm just, I'm about to jump in. I'm about to jump in. Uh, well, considering. You know, you're so fast on, on your feet, uh, very quick-witted. Um, uh, top five comedians right now. Who are your top five comedians? Ooh, top five. Okay, let me see. Let me see. I love Dave Chappelle. Chappelle show. Um, Martin Lawrence. My Ooh, Martin, is, if I could meet him, man. I, I, man. Um, I, I, I'm digging Jess Hilarious. A lot of people hate on her. She's, you know what? We, you, you said top five. She's just, you know, she's making her way up the stream. So we got Dave Chappelle. We have Cat Williams. We have uh, Martin Lawrence. Ah, Jamie Foxx. And then last but not least, uh, let me think. Ah, I like Amy Schrumer. I, lo I love me some Amy Schrumer. I don't think she's doing comedy anymore, but I loved it when she did. 
Okay, okay, that's definitely what's up. And uh, why why those why those five? Man, they can like take your mind. You're not even there in the joke, but when they tell it, they deliver it. You envision yourself at the same place at the same time when it happened, and they can use the stage well. Um, the material is just it makes me tear up. My lashes fall off when I watch their stand ups. It's just, it's so hilarious. And you don't have to figure out like, man, what did that mean? You're not overthinking the joke. You just hear it and you're like, man, I got to rewind that, man. This is my favorite. So all of them give that to me, especially when Cat Williams did his, before he hit his, you know, drug problem. But he was hilarious. So it's just basically having me gear in and turn off every distraction outside of what I'm watching and focus on all of that. And that's what I can do when I sit down and watch those people I name. Let's go from laughter to the dark side because every true comedian has one. I remember even it was a Twilight Zone episode and the guy was funny and funny until he got off stage. I think this was in the 90s or whatnot. But, you know, Twilight Zone been going on since, you know, the 50s. And I don't watch every single one of them, no matter who did it. But the dark side, have you seen that side of, if I'm not making people laugh or, you know, there, there's a side to every comedian where and pe- and most people won't see it because you won't show it because that's not what they want to see. But there are very, there are few that will let you know, man, I, if not for telling y'all some jokes right now, um, I might be, you know, the person in this video at the church in a trench coat, which is crazy. If y'all see anybody with a trench coat at the church, just mop them up right there, pat them down, lay hands on them, literally, and all that good stuff. But the dark side of comedy, have you seen that in yourself or in others that you're around? Um, on stage, no. But when I do my commentary videos that go on YouTube Monday through Friday, yes, because every topic or news topic that I talk about, and there's some comedic side to it, whether it's truth or whether it's pain, I get the backlash from it. Um, And that's the dark side of it. And I put my disclaimer out every time. But I think people, their opinions make, it it affects, my opinion affects people and how they sleep at night. So that's the only time I see the dark side of it. Or when the family members listening into my video comes in and, and may or may not like what I'm saying. Those are the dark sides that I'm not the most comfortable with, but I have to be honest with myself and I have to tell it how I see it. And that's what my channel is about telling it from my eyes and and my heart. I can't dictate what really happened because I wasn't there, but that's the most darkest side of it. Even though my YouTube is just for commentary purposes, it's still viewed as comedy for most. So it's just one of those things I have to kind of tiptoe on the marble floors with, but then I also have to real be realistic with myself and say, yo, if you tune into this channel, it's going to be real and raw. You just got to figure out if you can handle it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your own, how about your own, um, you know, feelings on the the, the toll, the mental um, wellness, even for a lot of influencers, the comments. Uh, I, so A and AL and I, we are, you know, consultants, marketers, whatever. And one of the reasons I, we, I do this is I'm vetting you actually for some other things that um, I said, okay, now I know this person a little more. And, you know, there may be a YouTube client that I say, this would be perfect for, 
but how do you deal with your own, um, you know, mental wellness? Because I've seen this with YouTubers who, you know, are are really big YouTubers. It, it, it affects them men mental wellness wise. And some people have wanted to kill themselves and are tried. So how, how do you, you battle that? You know, a lot of my videos, I am big. I'm an advocate on mental health awareness. I I have my own therapist, but it's not for, you know, the, the pressures of what comes through the social media world. And um, I just basically, regardless if those comments are good or bad, I'm responding to them. A lot of people get blocked, but um, I'm responding to it because at the end of the day, I'm on a platform that's national and people are going to tell me how they feel about me because I'm telling people how I feel about them. It doesn't mentally break me down. It doesn't mentally drain me because my initial goal for doing this is to entertain. Whether you're getting a knowledge from a perspective of, okay, this is what's happening in the world, or if you can see the humor in some things, it's like, God, this is a jackass. But it, at the end of the day, my goal is the same. And nothing can put me in a position where I hate what I do. Because as I said earlier, God has given me this natural talent. So I'm using it. Um, but I recommend that most people, especially that are not talking to somebody, talk to somebody because in life you're dealing with so many different things that's going to throw you off of your path. Um, but I recommend people to get a therapist and just talk. Sometimes you don't make you crazy because you talk to somebody. It helps even you out. So I, I don't have any mental blocks with the stuff that I do because I'm good with myself and my spirit is cleansed because I'm talking to somebody and I'm working myself out daily. So, so to that, to that point, Shawnee, is uh, you being creative, is, is, that your, is that your therapy? Does that allow you to release, you know, whatever's going on in your mind, you know, heart, all, all of that? Does, that? does that allow you to kind of just get the day off you or just get whatever, whatever has happened um, in the past little bit to kind of just reset yourself? Yes, because... Like I said, laughter for me is everything. Like every time you laugh, <laughs> you feel like whatever's going on in your mind or your heart at that moment, you forget about it until the end of that laugh. Now, those troubles don't disappear, but at least you can find the good in whatever's going on. And that's what I do with myself if I'm having a down day, because we all have them. Uh, I find humor in that down day. Now, every, it ain't going to work for everybody. But for me, that is like, again, I just feel like I've been gifted um something from god that's is you can't make this up you can't practice this like this is given to me so i use that as a tool to keep me leveled out and for those people that come in on my different platforms they tell me i was in a dark place shiny and i just turned on your videos and that means the world to me because i've gotten through a lot of dark situations difficult situations with grief and you know financial woes and just hating my job or not the one i got now but hating mm -hmm. the job before that because i need that job um and it just again like sitting there for 15 minutes to 45 minutes and cracking my jokes or just putting that knowledge out i am back at my my number one spot i'm back at my regular self and so for me it's therapeutic doing this and like I'm going through something, I'm jotting it down in my journal, I'm jotting it down in my notebook, on my phone, and I'm like, whew, can't wait till tomorrow, man. It's going to be a good day. And that's the energy that I keep. And, and for those who haven't seen her stuff yet, some of the stuff, I mean, I think she might be um, a, a, a new millionaire because she did a video on the credit card scammers. And, yo, she didn't just 
you know, condemn them. She showed them how to deposit some money in her account <laughs> anonymously, you know, and I was, I was rolling. I said, don't let her get some money and they bring this video back up because- they What was, you said? <laughs> yeah, you, you remember that video. You, you, you told them, you know, we need to pay some bills over here. I mean, I, 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 she was one step away to giving out her uh, Coinbase for her Bitcoin. Uh, so they could, you know, send it untraceable. But she, she talked about the whole, the whole thing where they can see through your mask that you're wearing. At least put on a real mask because he had a bandana. I said, this is real talk. You right. know, things we all think about, things some of us say privately, and people will tell us you are really half of a fool, if not a whole one. But, right. you know, who wouldn't take some money from that person? But let's talk about the business of comedy. And YouTube, we know, isn't paying the most. And Facebook is even paying less. But um, talk about how do you make it work? Because, and I want you to picture that, you know, the 12-year-old, the 14-year-old is listening or watching right now and saying, but how do we make a living out of this? Where they have time, where they're getting free meals, room and board. How can they make some money and how does that work? How do they go to the clubs and, and you know, however you, you're making money. I see the merchandise on shinybeentertainment.com too, but talk about it. Man, um, I tell people before the money even start, the product has to be consistent. Nobody's going to take you seriously if you're dropping one or two videos or slash shows every blue moon. Um, so consistency is going to get you the views that you desire. Um, all of these platforms right now are going through this COPA type of law where, of course, there was some pornography type of things going on. So they're kind of limiting what they're allowing us to put out to you guys, the um, consumers, the fans. I would say that uh, the money has definitely dried up, but it's okay because before these channels paid you, you were doing it for free anyway. Um, so I use those platforms the same way, the same everything. Like you said, the video you just told me about, it's still putting numbers up. And I did that almost six months ago. Um, I will tell you as the listeners that you have to, if you can be a brand ambassador or an influencer, that's where a lot of your free merch will come from. A lot of your, um, your pay gigs will come from because a lot of times we're using these products and companies need the other communities, wherever they are near and far, to get used to their brand. Um, I actually did a video about a sex um, pill called Kangaroos. And I was just doing it as a baby did a hood review. And I put it up over a year ago, and it's still doing numbers. I think it's like 50,000 views. But I had sex vendors reaching out to me and say, hey, try this dildo. This might go with your pills. Or try this bullet. It'll go with your pills. And I'm like, hell yeah. So it ended up not being something that they gave me cash, cash, cash flow, but they were sending me merchandise. I no longer have to go to, you know, a nasty store to get. Um, so if you put out good material and you're dedicated and you're consistent, then other people will follow you. And then at that point, the opportunities are endless. Um, just use your platform, watch how you talk, you know, um, especially I tell people, be careful with the filthy mouth because that'll make you lose advertisements. But it's all about how you govern yourself accordingly, to be honest. And the money, it may not come right off the bat. Just be patient. 
but you may be getting endorsements because you never know who's watching you. You never know who's like, man, this will be a good face for my product. So um, for the money part, I would love to get paid Bukaloots money where I don't have to have a full-time job. Unfortunately, that's not where it's at right now. But the fact that I use my channel to just be myself, I've gotten a lot of opportunities from merchandise down to trials of different opportunities for coming into people's clubs and everything. So you don't know what avenue you're going to get, but you just got to be consistent with it all, whatever it is. And you'd make a great host. That kangaroo video, that's how I found you. Come on, Mr. Nasty. That's how I, I found you. And I, I and I only watched two women talking about that. And it didn't work for anybody but I, except, you know, the, 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 the splash. I oh, heard, yeah. you know, I remember the splash. But that, that's how, and then I just had to keep watching because I said, who is this just giving random heat back to back? For, for us, the hardest thing for we find influencers is to be consistent but and al deals with this more than i that people want the biggest paydays but they don't want to be consistent they want to look pretty because he does a lot more beauty than than i do um i'm a recovering uh, original crack fiend so i don't really want to focus on just ig girls ig girls that's just not where i need to be all day of my life and if i need to be under the church uh <laughs> helping helping dig the well but um but yeah, that that's how I found you. So you you just never know. But she she'd be a great host, Al, for for anything. I mean, anything. I totally agree with you, Carol. Like the, like, you know, going back to you know what was mentioned earlier. Like Shawnee definitely has the the hit factor, super charismatic, just easygoing, just super conversational. You know, all you could just check off all those check boxes. Check 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 check. Yeah. You know, his boy, his accent, when he say my name, like a little hair on my neck saying, they'll be like, Shawnee. Like, it's so hot how he say that. <laughs> that's, 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 that's that New York. Oh, you from New York? Yeah. You got the boots? You got your Tim's on? Nah, don't, nah, don't tell me. I haven't been that crazy. I haven't been that crazy. Oh, don't find the Tim's yet. She was trying to go somewhere with that. I was going to say both y'all uh, spouses are going to be looking at this like, huh? Mine, no, I'm. I'm not. <laughs> oh, no, the lady P13 ain't trying to get stumped out, you know. I heard they fight real raw up there. I ain't, I ain't got time. No, nah, you could. So you I could. Love, you could. Uh, Don't worry. I've actually, well, I have gotten a lot of compliments on my hosting because a lot of my shows, I am the host now. Uh, and I love it. The energy with hosting. If, if I could host before doing stand-up, I will host all day because I, I can feel people's energy. Like, man, I can bring it. That is something that I've been doing for, past, for the past six months consistently is hosting. So, man, like I said, sky's the limit for me, and I'm, I'm, open, I'm open to any opportunity. Man. Well, well speaking of opportunity, um, you know, and, and so – and I'm going to just reference because I had said something about Kevin Hart earlier and I want to make sure I'm not hating, but storytelling, he gives the game if people listen to his interviews and he talked about how his dealings with NACA, which is like the National Association for College Campuses. And I know with um, booking my, my, my clients, especially my favorite one, my wife, um, that these conferences make the difference. And so have you taken the plunge to join 
like a conference or an organization that will, you know, take you on the road. Because Kevin Hart credits somebody telling him, join NACA and do Monday through, you know, Thursday or whatnot only um, so you can be available to be in New York. And that's where he met the Dame Dashes and everything else. But he was, you know, in the Midwest you know, pretty much the whole time just doing show after show after show. Have you taken that plunge to say, okay, I'm going to go hit this road real quick and join these organizations and do what I need to do? Well, I didn't even know that existed. So if what you said, spell Uh, that out again. Spell that out. N-A-C-A dot org. I'm going to send it to you right now. Perfect. I didn't even know that existed, but if that's my goal, like I'm really good. And I, again, I appreciate all of the employers in my life that ever given me a, a place to come and, and put my experience down and get some knowledge and learn how to do things. But work is being is confined to a, a wall every day. It's just talking on the phone. How can I help you? That's not for me. So if I could travel and do what I love to do, I would do it. I would hands down do it. And that's what one of my goals for 2020 is, is get out here and see some new places and see some new faces. So I will be looking at their website and do what I have to do to get more exposure and put this blessing on other people's lives across the 50 states and Puerto Rico because we did add them. We add them. (laughs) Yes, I I sent you also the um, the Association for the uh, Promotion of Campuses, which all of them do the same thing. and you can you don't have to choose one. We don't just like to get the game. We like to give it because we are uh, PR tists. We, we you know we're behind the scenes, but we also have our own creative arenas that we like to do. And so we, we just love to see the growth. And you know, it's what you don't know is how you don't grow. That's what we used to tell them on the street, right? We used Come to, on uh, bars. Yeah, we used to break them down to build them up, but this is something where we still got to lift each other up because the hashtag should be with unity. We all win. And if, if I push you, you can push someone else down the road who, you know, many people have gifts that they haven't, like Nipsey said, they just haven't had a platform to show their greatness. So, so that, that's, that's the, the, the goal. Now doing, being in Dallas, there's a lot of talent that, I don't think it's a lot of the shine that it should. Are you are you in any groups, whether it be uh, Toastmasters or any type of comedy groups or anything out there? Um, you're right when you say Dallas doesn't get a lot of love. I, I see it every day. Um, man, it's crazy because we could be the next California, the next Atlanta, the next New York, but a lot of people here have the crab in the bucket mentality. So... Um, it's kind of like, I ain't going to tell nobody. And then they don't pass it on, like how you gave me that information. But um, I'm on a lot of groups, especially through Facebook. Instagram, I'm, I'm kind of learning how to navigate through. But, yes, there's a lot of comedy groups that I'm in. Um, a lot of people have me in their financial groups where I'm learning different trades, like balancing my check. Well, I'm not balancing my check. I'm still broke. But um, <laughs> stocks and bonds and, you know, and flipping houses, things like that. So I'm in different groups and a lot of them kind of coach me on things that I may come into contact with or need right now, or it's just something to help build growth for my future. But that's mainly how a lot of us get around in Dallas is through these different groups that are in need of this type of service. So if it's hosting, they'll hit me up. If it's DJing, they'll hit me up. If it's bartending, 
they'll hit me up because it's not a thing that I don't do. If I'm talented at it, I'm going to try it. Solid, solid, solid. Um, now, Shoni, uh, with every guest that we have on uh, Diversified Game Podcast, you know, we definitely like to peel the layers back. And considering that you, uh, you know, give the gift of laughter and happiness and joy uh, right. to the lives of many, um, are there any um, uh, charitable causes that that interest you? Do you have any community give backs? Um, and if not, um, you know, what would some of those interests be? Um, I've always, I've moved around. Dallas is in my birth town. Um, I'm representing Little Rock, Arkansas, and then I moved to Memphis to go to school, and then now I'm here in Dallas 10 years strong. But <clears throat> each community that I've lived in, I've always been very passionate about the homeless. And now my agenda is also the homeless and mental health awareness. So myself and my um, two business partners, Claudia and CJ, we have a foundation that you guys can see on my page. It's called Blessed Back Foundation. And what we do is we go out into the community, we clothe the homeless, we feed them, we give them, especially during the summertime, uh, we give them the, the, the bag special with the food, the snacks, the water. And then now with it being cold, we give them shoes, clothes, and feminine products. And then with the mental health awareness, I make sure that I on all of my lives that I put on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, I give them the different hotlines. Um, and then again, with my actual show that I do in the studio, I have different mental health awareness counselors come in um, and I help people find either a discounted way to get help or just getting help at that moment through those people that I use on my platform. But Blessed Back Foundation is something that we're really pushing the movement for. Um, we do love the donations. If you have monetary donations, it's excellent. If you have cloths, you know, shoes, socks, gloves, that's excellent. If you have the food, that's excellent. Just go to my website and you can email me through all the links. Or if you want to drop a donation, you can. But that is our goal right now. I don't think that anybody deserves to be hungry ever in life. I don't care about your story of why you're there. I'm just wanting to make sure that we can get you to a, a, a happy hot meal and get you to a place to where you can have a place to lay your head down at night. So that is one of the foundations that we push a lot. And then through my banking cards, I still deliver my donations to um, St. Jude's, March of Dimes, and the Cancer, the Cancer Foundation. That's beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. When it comes to the hungry, it's a funny how some of us are so fat. I'm 200 pounds. I'm solid though, right? I'm 200 pounds. But, and then some folks have so little, but when you go to, you know, so-called third world, I, mm -hmm. uh, we, we just brought a influencer and 30 uh, black Americans to Kenya. You don't see these issues, even in the slums. Uh, you don't see people, you know, not eating. <laughs> because people will share and we have so much and folks are just, you know, they just throw it away rather than, than give it. I know you just came back from traveling, I believe, um, from, yep. you know, doing a little quick stock on you. Um, where'd you go? <laughs> um, I went to go visit some family and friends and back in Little Rock and back in Memphis and just get some peace of mind. Cause I'd normally stay glued to my desk at work for, for a long time. Uh, 265 days because you know I try to take some breaks in between the other 100 days but um, just got a little breather and got my mind right saw some family members and friends okay okay when you said Little Rock I, I'm gonna 
offline because I don't want people doing all your business. I'm asking your maiden name. That's where the, the family is originally from. And you look like one half of my family. So that might have also been the, um, yeah, that also might have been the, uh, 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 you know, attraction. Like, hold on, is that my my aunt or, or my cousin over there? Um, and, and my grandmother told me, watch out, because my wife and I went to Grambling. But she said, watch out down south. My wife is from Africa. She said, ask everyone their background because your grandfather populated from Arkansas all the way to California. So, you know, you got to look at the nose, the this, the that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, this will be the factor. My family, all of my family is from Trinidad. Shout out to Trinidad and Tobago. So if you got some roots in the West Indies, then we might be Shaba. We might be <laughs> maybe relative in there. Okay, you, okay. You got to have a forehead and the nose. You got to have a forehead and the nose and these big lips. That'll make a, we might be family then. We might be. Okay, and have you been able to make it to Trinidad? Yeah, um, I went, I was supposed to go last year. Um, of course, the coinage wasn't there, but I went in 2013. My entire family still stays there. Uh, so that's my goal for this year is to get out there, go down to Carnival and shake my waist, wind my waist one time, mm -hmm. and um, just enjoy that because my daddy needs to see his grandson. Um, he, we need to drop him off somewhere too because he is hyper. <laughs> Okay, man, AL from Trinidad to Arkansas. That's a crazy, you know, flip. I'd say so for real. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I, I, I love that you came on. I want to, you know, I'm going to be watching and, and, and just following the progress. And like I said, I'm going to be hitting you up in the inbox about some other things, but keep us posted. Thank you for giving us the game on the comedy. God bless the progress because you are taking a lot of stress out of people's lives by making them smile. So thank you for coming on. Thank you for the invite and to everybody that has found me, whether it was from a sex <laughs> review, whether it was from a snack review, whether it's just coming in because you got pushed in the channel from some other, I guess, video. I appreciate the love and the support. And if I could leave this with you guys, no matter what nobody tell you, you are great. You have to talk spirit. You have to talk the spirit into your life and make sure that you network, network, network. You remain knowledgeable consistency hold yourself accountable and then when you wake up you got to thank the man above because not everybody gets to see another day so if you have a gift a skill set and hobby please get them squares out your circle and focus on growth and development and it's easy you can do what i do you just got to be consistent amen amen in jesus christ's name thank you A.L., Shawnee B., this has been good. Oh, subscribe to Shawnee B. Entertainment on YouTube, y'all, so you can see all my videos. Yes, website, product, all that. Check it out. And it's a lovely website that, you know, she's put some time into and She just didn't throw up, you know, buy this, buy this. It's a journey. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I wish you nothing but the abundance of success. And don't lose my information. Keep in contact with me. I got to get up to where, where you are. I ain't going to put you out. I got to get to that side, and then I got to get up there so I can say Shawnee. I got to get to New York so I can say Shawnee. Shawnee. That's right. <laughs> <You're> Shawnee. <laughs> All right. Y'all got the game today. Be blessed. Peace. Peace.